up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Super Gamer Boys. I'm your host, Colonel and Dad, Garrett Morling. And here in the virtual studio with me is the king of hold video games. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold oh, on. Before you start. Okay. I was, in, I was streaming last week, and I didn't get to update this uh-huh. because uh, we didn't have an episode last week. Right. However, I was given, I was bestowed a a new nickname during stream oh, boy, when I was okay. when I was uh, Selkies gave me a name, and uh, it was because we were playing the Steam Next Fest demos, oh, okay. and yeah. um, you know I I was talking about how you know I I have pretty good taste uh, as far as um, you know indie games are concerned, and uh, Selkies uh, said uh, Mister Good Taste, and I said Ooh. oh you know what. That ain't a bad nickname. So I'm trying to figure out what I can boot to add Mr. Good Taste in there. I mean, so can you can you list them off? So you have the King of Video Games and then Elite Game Publisher. And okay. honestly, I'd be fi- I think you could you could say here here's my proposition. Uh the King of Video Games and Elite Tastemaker. Ooh. Hold on. Huh. Because I feel like, like, yeah, you are an elite game publisher, but you're also like, or like expert game, taste to me, like something along those lines where it's like, not only are you, because that, that, that not only says that you have good taste, but you're good at like, almost like that could be your job. Like, oh, here, like some people could hire you and be like, bring me this. Like, like when they hire like someone. Like a sommelier? Like, oh, yeah, like, like when they order. Yeah, exactly what I was going to say. Like people are like, hey, by, or, uh, hire an expert to like pick out wine for my wedding. You could be the guy to like, hey, pick out the indie games for my wedding. <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, that type of thing. So I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I, I dig it. I dig it. It's a combination of the two. You think you, you you good with dropping Elite Game Publisher? I know you only had that moniker for a couple months, but I that's feel okay. Like I, I mean, it's on the record, so it's it it's is. it's enshrined in history. <laughs> that is true. It's in, uh, it made it into. I like, could take I could take Elite Tastemaker. We, okay. we could do that. Okay, that's a good that's a good uh, amalgamation right there. Cool. All right. All right. <clears throat> from, from the, the top, top. From the top. All right. <clears throat> and also joining me here in the virtual studio with me is the king of video games and elite tastemaker, Adrian Holmes. What's up, Adrian? I'm doing all right, my good man. How about yourself? I am doing good, doing good. I'm glad <laughs> we, we got that figured out. I, I feel like it's a, a much better kind of uh, portfolio. Rolls off the tongue. Portfolio of who you are as a person as well. So <laughs> Appreciate um, you, Selkies. Good stuff. Thanks, Selkies. Uh, he's 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 a good guy. He's he's he's, he's he comes up with some. Uh, he's pretty smart, honestly. <laughs> if we were going to hire anyone, it'd be him. I don't know what we <laughs> hire him to do, but <laughs> he's our marketing he's, guy. He's, Look, he's I mean, come on. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh man, boy, it's uh oh shoot, my chair just broke. Don't fall Heart, over. Heart just me. started. Parted me. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> This, uh, this cheap Amazon chair is breaking on me. What are the chances of that? Gee, I wonder why. I wonder why. Why Why can't you get a good chair for cheap? Like, why do they have to be so expensive? Like, I, I'm like, I, there's been a few times I've been like, I'm going to replace this chair. And then I go online. I'm like, oh, sick. Look at this. Oh, that's like $1,500. Like, for, for anything that's not going to break your back, you have to spend like You know what's crazy, though? Is some of, those, some of those $1,500, $2,000 chairs are, are still garbage. 
yeah, I don't get it. Like, why can't you just make a good chair that's like 150 bucks? I'd spend 100. Maybe you wanna- even 200. But like, <laughs> but even like those Titan chairs, it's like eight hundred dollars. I'm like, right. why? I don't understand. Like, I get it. Like, it's quality, but does it? It can't. That's, Check it there's out. No, dude. There's no way that's eight hundred dollars worth of like <laughs> worth of fo- styrofoam. Not styrofoam. Like foam in there. Like micro. What is it called? Uh, memory foam. There's no way it's eight hundred dollars <laughs> of memory foam. I can buy a whole queen mattress for 200 bucks why is my chair with like much less mic uh memory foam in there why is that like 800 i don't get it (laughs) you want to get you a good chair go to somebody's grandma's yard sale and find their good sitting chair that they used to use but that's not good for like a desk like my office you don't think so i mean it probably won't have wheels i'm not talking about like a recliner i'm just talking about you know the ones they used to sit in when they would do their little knitting or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, pull that up to a desk. I don't you could you could hand that down to your grandchildren. That's how long it'll probably last. Maybe. I mean, you're not wrong. Like they're those are comfortable sometimes. I don't know. I but then I like I've been to uh uh, uh some uh, I've gone to like my I don't know. I think of growing up and going to my great grandma's house. And they had a chair that again was been around for 100 years or whatever. <laughs> And that wasn't comfortable, but it was like they, there was a chair that like she sat in like all the time. It was comfortable to her and it's, she's had it for a hundred years. Uh, but I sat in it. I'm like, this is death. I don't know how you sit in this. Cause, but at that I point mean, look, it's, wait, formed, wait, wait. it's formed to their body. It's formed to her body. Like it's like, it's, right. so it's like perfect for her, for great grandma. We were, but for like me, when I was like seven years old, it was not good. <laughs> it felt really bad. I mean, if we're going off the basis of like, like you said, it not being cheap, being a sturdy, reliable chair, that's your best bet. But I want it to be comfortable. So I don't want to like have a, a weird hunch in my back. See, but that's the thing is it's the triangle, right? It's it's comfortable, it's cheap, and it's uh, uh, well-made. You can only have two of these things. And that's it can I'm... be comfortable and well-made, but it ain't going to be cheap. It'll be uh, cheap and comfortable. You see what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. I think that's the problem with America today is that it has to be only two of those three. Why can't it be all three? And that's where Super Gamer Boys comes in. Because it'll cost you (laughs) $10,000. That's that's why. And that's where Super Gamer Boys comes in because I think this is our chance. This is a niche market where we can jump in and give them people all three and make a lot of money. This is a niche market. Gaming (laughs) chairs are a niche market, you say. A niche market as in we can offer all three of those of the triangle in one. We'd have to charge people 20 grand. No, no. We can make a dang comfortable chair for 150 bucks. I think we should do it. Let's quit the podcast. Let's make chairs. <laughs> Super gamer chairs. As a tastemaker, I'm going to tell you this is not a tastemaking decision. I would not I would not go into the chair game right now. Now, what? if if an existing chair making brand Lindsay in the chat wanted says, to put, I'll buy a Super Gamer Boys chair. We that's what I was. That's where I was going. I was going to say. Now, if an established brand wants to put Super Gamer Boys on a chair, we could talk. But see, that's the problem with like the uh, Herman Miller Logitech chair. It's three thousand dollars, is because you can buy the Herman Miller version for like fifteen hundred, but because it says Logitech, it's double the price, and that's dumb. Like, just, why is it? Is it, or is it, are, are people just willing to pay for it? I mean, like, imagine if we ever got the, to the pl- to the point where it's like. 
oh yeah, it's a Herman Miller chair, and it's you know fifteen hundred. But if you put Super Gamer Boys on it, hey, it's a twenty five hundred dollars chair now, boy. Only people I've seen with that Herman Miller Logitech chair are influencers who are given it for free. I don't, I feel like I've never seen anyone actually buy this. Oh, thing. absolutely, it's all these influencers. But look, but look, but look, but look, best. It only costs like twenty five hundred dollars. <laughs> but they got they still got to pay us to put our name on the chair, whether it That's sells true. or whether it don't sell. That's true. So. I just want one that has my face on the headrest. Like, the, you, know, you know, our little, like, 8-bit or 16-bit, like, faces we have on our coffee mug. It's just like that. And then there's another Good one buddy. of you. It's just, like, your face. We can pick our own color schemes. <laughs> it could be the Garrett chair and the, and the Adrian chair. I'm going to tell you this right now. If we keep going the way we're going, it ain't too far off. <laughs> it ain't so, too far off. So, keys, isn't it, chat? The super gaming, super gaming chair. Comfortable. Crafted finely. And cheap as shit. Enjoy your bar stool, back support, and rectal donut. <laughs> So apparently we're making a game chair. It has a chair, donut in it? A, 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 a gaming chair for, for gamers with hemorrhoids. That's what we're I was getting ready to say, what you trying to say, Selkie? We got hemorrhoids now? What's up? <laughs> That that's that that's what's gonna end up happening. We're not gonna get the we're not gonna get signed by Herman Miller. We're, we're gonna, gonna get go- signed by freaking like uh, uh, what some like life alert Johnson and or, Johnson, or John, John, and yeah, Johnson and Johnson making like <laughs> gaming. Welcome gaming. to the first medical gaming chair. A gaming, <laughs> a gaming shower handle for like old people. <laughs> <laughs> it's got LEDs in it. <laughs> it's just like yeah, with those suction cup shower handles with like yeah, a bunch of RGB. Could you in imagine it somebody's like grandma <laughs> showering with a LED <laughs> shower head? <laughs> It's seven in the morning. That's the first thing she has to see when she comes no, no, no. to the I, tub. I, I think of one uh, of those. I, I think of like the special like chair that old people have like in their showers because they can't even stand up in their showers. It's like a chair. It's for got shower. LEDs in it. Shower chair. <laughs> 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 uh, Selkie says LMFAO. Oh no, not at all what I meant. But we uh, run into it. We run into it. <laughs> oh, oh, oh Lord. Yeah. I want to make all the. All the super gamer we boys, geriatric <laughs> accessories. <laughs> but our market is not the elderly. <laughs> it is now. It is now. Uh, so he's ADA RGB shower seat. Hundred <laughs> percent. Oh man. I guess we need to figure out what it, we can do. Like an AARP, you know, like a Twitch sub. Maybe we can yeah. get a instead of five dollars, you pay three dollars if you're an AARP member. <laughs> you know. Does to get Twitch do that? Can they can you type in your AARP card number and get a discount on? We're your gonna be up? the first. We're gonna be the first to do it. Oh man! All right, let's do it. We're let's... cornering the we're cornering now the geriatric market. Now that's a niche market right there that we can we can capitalize on. <laughs> I can't do it, that. I will feel too bad taking advantage of take old advantage people like of those that. old people. No, I can't do that. <laughs> I want to sleep at night. Oh man! All right, all right, that's fine. But imagine like a walker, just like all decked out, like matte black, sick RGB. A carbon? In it. It's made out of carbon? Carbon <laughs> fiber? Carbon fiber. <laughs> walker. Oh, it's water cooled. <laughs> all right. I guess we should talk about video games, huh? It's about that time. We were. Yeah, we in were. a sense. We technically were. <laughs> All right, today we're going to be talking about Xbox's official statement on their game rumors, PlayStation's lack of game releases, and a new Star Wars game on the way. But first, 
Let's give a quick shout out to our Patreon producers, Bumple Smash and Kajoma01, and our super gamer sponsors, Julie Bates, Mama Mare, and Carrie. Thank you all so much. Uh, those of you who support us, we appreciate each and every one of you. And if you want to be awesome, just like those folks, head over to patreon.com slash supergamerboys, where you can support us starting at just $1 a month. That's right, $1. Get to get episodes early and ad-free, such as this show, and the newly released, just this past Friday, Super Later Boys, Episode 5, our Patreon-exclusive show up now that episode is featuring special guest eddie martin and connor mccabe from uh, uh uh the super npc radio crew over there uh he has a podcast call me by your game it's very very good um go check that out but uh yeah there is a dollar you could check out our super later boys episode featuring those two where we talk about uh bad jokes for a little bit we talk about pokemon games for a little bit we talk about uh PC, old like, PC yeah, games, old, like from our childhood, uh, ones that you thought you'd forgotten, <laughs> some some you would wish you had forgotten, and some that you did forget, and then you were like had an epiphany. There's a couple times that, and during the episode, I'm like, whoa, I totally forgot oh, about that. No what? way! Like, uh, such a fun nostalgia trip. So, if you want to talk about uh, hear us talk about some old PC games? Go and check that out. I wish I could figure out how to get Clue Finders running, dude. I really want to play that on stream. There has to be a way. We'll figure it out. There has to be a way, because it's not on Steam. Hmm. Yeah, no, there's definitely a way. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Uh, We'll talk more about our Patreon later on the show. But I do want to give a huge shout out to Jack Sriracha, Yate, and TJ Trues, all for allowing us to use their music on our show. Right now, you're listening to my Jack Sriracha and Yate playlist. Go and show them some love. Uh, the description uh, if you check out the description you'll find links to Spotify and Apple Music where you can check them out and uh, listen to their awesome tunes so <clears throat> excuse me got something like stuck in my throat the whole time I was talking there it was like something stuck right there it's hard to talk when there's something in your esophagus <clears throat> I don't know what it is but we'll carry on uh, yeah thank you for letting us use your music on the show and with that it's now time to check the mail Let's do it. Oh, uh, Super Gamerbot. Um, he uh, they they sent me an email and said that they were going to try to uh, let me pull it up here. Sorry. Okay. Um, they were going to audition to voice over the Nintendo Direct on Wednesday. Oh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So that's where they are now. So they're currently uh, in an audition with Mr. Nintendo to try to. to okay, interesting. Correct. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, good luck. Best to of them. luck, of course. Good yeah. luck to them. That would be awesome to hear them Wednesday morning. Um, cool. Well, I mean, before we get to the questions, then do we want to talk about what we think we might see at the Nintendo Direct? The potentially the final Nintendo Direct, right? Isn't that kind of like the thought, like? If they're coming out with a new Switch soon, granted, this is it. That, that granted, that was an article I, I almost put in tonight, but I didn't. Apparently, the rumors are now the Switch Two is not coming out until spring of 2025. Totally fine with that. So we totally could we could still that. get a couple more directs this year, but, but we we could. You never but, know. If they're really trying to phase into a new thing, probably not. It seems weird to start announcing a bunch of new games when less than a year or about a bingo. year, like we could see something new. So. Um, but yeah, what, what what do you think we could see there? They already said it's going to be mostly third-party stuff, correct? Am I right? Correct. Yeah, that's usually what partner showcases are. <laughs> okay, that's are, what it's called. Our third-party. Yeah. Um, so 
we already know we'll, we'll piggyback on this too when we go to that next story or our first new story um we know that xbox said that they are bringing uh certain titles to other platforms uh and we know that one of those titles that's been rumored has been data mined to show that the main character has a whole bunch of other shirts that are exclusive to other platforms and that is hi-fi rush and let me tell you good buddy if hi-fi rush is announced on wednesday oh, i'll be buddy. buying it on oh, wednesday so good don't let it run at a 720 60 don't let it run at a solid 60 that's the only place i'm playing it at that point if if it runs at a set what if it doesn't though what if it's only running at 30 i don't know how it doesn't because i feel like it runs on series s pretty well that's true i mean but series and, S and, and is we're significantly down... stronger than but we're, if you if you if you downscale that to 72060 i honestly i don't think it's taken because i mean my computer here and it's just a 2070 super granted but it was running that no problem i never heard the fan spin up or anything and i was running 108060 the but whole time a, but even a 2070 super is significantly stronger than a than a switch well, right, but I'm saying I say that to say I don't think that this game is necessarily that intensive, and in that if, um, if if Tango, it is Tango, right? Yeah, Tango. Yeah, forks. Yeah, if Tango wanted to, you know, put in a little bit of the work to downsize it to seven twenty sixty, I think they can get it. Oh yeah, I, I if if they really are going to take the time to optimize it properly, um, then I think it it absolutely could. I guess. Yeah. It's, I don't know, it'll be interesting to see how much, this is the first time we're seeing, potentially seeing Xbox games coming to other consoles. Because again, like, Mm -hmm. that's the whole point of exclusives, they usually stay put, or they go to PC, which is much more powerful. So, we're going to talk about it, obviously, later on in the news story, but uh, it's, at this point, we, we don't have any, the only frame of reference we have is playstation putting stuff on pc which sometimes it's great sometimes it's hot garbage awful <clears throat> so with this it's like all right what's what what is xbox's mo gonna be are they gonna be the like are they gonna do the quick and dirty like just get it out there or are they gonna take the time to make sure like oh no it is is best as like a, make it as optimized as possible for or the Switch, and I hope it's the latter. That would be great. Right, if it comes out on Switch, and it's just like smooth as butter, looks amazing. Like imagine on OLED, holy cow! Like, <laughs> it's look oh, gorgeous. I can't wait for Wednesday. The thing, and I think it is the latter because Xbox, if they're going with this new initiative, they cannot, they cannot come out on a bad foot like this. Right, right. you have to show why, you know, why they believe this is going to pay off because they have a premium product and if you bring that premium product somewhere else and it looks worse than your actual thing people aren't gonna buy it yeah so they really need to show out when they bring these new games over here which is why i think honestly i think they're gonna optimize the heck out of this game and it's gonna be it's gonna be uh pretty smooth running heck yeah yeah that would be sick i i don't know if i would necessarily if i would run out like by day one but I would, it would still just make so happy to see that game on there because oh man that was such a fantastic game like when that came out yeah we did that for the book club it's like this game is so much fun i love it no dude i oh, need man. it that game resonated with me <laughs> like no no other yeah 
Yeah. I love, love, love. I don't know what it, just, it was. It's such a, such a, just a breath of fresh air. I don't know how else to explain it. And just and like just, the, the characters were so good. Like they're all they so, were so, so love. So lovable, yeah. And like uh, this, by the end, like you're almost sad that it was over. Like, oh man, these yeah. games are so awesome. Like, I was sad, <laughs> just like the first time I ever played uh, Persona Four. Spo- spoilers for Persona Four uh, and Persona Four Golden, which you still should play. Uh, when you beat Persona Four, you are the main character, and you leave to go back to the city, and you leave all your friends mm-hmm. who you've made over the summer. And it's honestly, I I was a real tearjerker because. I honestly felt like because of how much time I spent in the game with them, those really felt like I was leaving my friends and it's, and it hurt. It sucked. Yeah. So, and, and I think hi-fi rush is one of the few in recent memory that, you know, had a cast that actually made me feel like that, you know? So that really stood out to me. And that's on top of the great, the great music and combat and all that other kind of stuff, but it has a really big heart too. Yeah. So totally. Yeah, that's a day one for me. Uh a Lindsay in the chat says, I always want Hollow Knight Silk Song announced at any direct state of play, anything. Is, yeah, good luck. It's been five years. Yeah, <laughs> it's been five years. Any chance of getting that? Absolutely not. Yeah. I mean I you, you know never, what I you never that... know. It could like again, if they're trying to pad out the last year of Switch, imagine Silk Song coming out right at the end here. Just to like, because you know what cause, I cause, do? Cause I can't imagine there's going to be a lot of first party games coming out. But if Silk Song comes out, that's going to sell so many more units of Switches, which is wild to think because there's already so many out there. But you know what I would do though if I'm Nintendo? I'm going to Team Cherry's office and I'm going there with a blank check. And you know what else I'm doing? I'm telling them that Switch 2 is coming out next year. <laughs> And I'm telling them that we need a launch game. We need it. We need another launch yeah. game for our for our launch lineup. It doesn't have to be fully exclusive. It could just be a timed. It could be a year timed. <clears throat> but yeah. switch to launch. Imagine Silk Song is in that lineup, brother. That would be insane. <laughs> You're moving crazy units. Are that you kidding? That's the only place to get bonkers. it. Is switch to bonkers. <laughs> that was absolutely. If if I'm um, oh, what is his name? Is it Furukara, the president of Nintendo, right now? Oh, I'm the worst person to ask that question. I um, believe. Uh, yes, you're correct. Yeah, yeah. I I am personally making a flight to Team Team Cherry Studios and telling them, look, what do you what do you want? What do you need from us for us to get it first? <laughs> As a launch title in 2025. Yeah. I'm not even kidding. That will be one of the the, the launch. That, yeah. It will be on the box, brother. Oh, I bam, mean. Bam, bam, bam. I mean, they already broke records with the Switch and the launch and sales of that. Like, if they did something like this, that would be another, like, just they, they would blow the Switch out of the water with sales, I think. Because so many people Man. have been waiting for that. Like that would Mario Kart insane. 9, Metroid Prime 4, Hollow Knight. And whatever Mario game they got coming out, forget it, forget it. That would be an insane, insane lineup. Are you kidding me? All of those games would just. Oh man, that'd be great. That'd be great. Uh, so as far as the Wednesday direct, though, I. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't know. 
I almost was going to say uh, po- Pokemon, but that's like that's first party. For, and that's know, also later this month because Pokemon Day is coming. Yeah, and they always do a big thing on Pokemon Day. I don't honestly don't know. Like other than the Xbox, that was the only thing that kind of popped in my head is, uh, well, I guess to expand yeah, upon it, cause, expand upon it because you said just like kind of Hi-Fi Rush. I think because the rumor is that there's four games that are mm-hmm. supposed to be coming out on different consoles. I think it'll almost be like a, uh, like almost like an X. I here's here's a prediction for the direct. I think it's it, it to the viewer. You think it's, it's all it's, Xbox? Not the whole thing, but I think to the viewer, there's going to be a section that almost feels like an Xbox commercial because it is, but it's just talking about how the Xbox games are coming to Switch, and I think it's going to show off Hi-Fi Rush. What was the other one that's been rumored? Grounded, Sea of Thieves, and stuff like that. So I think it's going to be like boom, 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 where they just like show off stuff and be like xbox you know blah 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 like our new strategy or i don't know i don't know how they're going to market it but i think it'll to to the viewer it's going to be like what is this an xbox commercial in the middle of nintendo direct but then it's like no all these games are coming to switch and stay tuned here's my question more are going to be coming so do you think phil's showing up yeah i think i think i think no 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 not in the xbox portion like is he going to be in the direct Oh, I think he'll just be in the Xbox portion, in the sense uh, of like Photocock would be could be like, all right, like uh, we have another special announcement. Come on out, Phil, and then he comes that's out. That's what I'm and talking then it, about. And then it, okay, yeah. So I, I think that could happen. And it just like cuts to like him talking, and then, but like intermingled with like trailer stuff, or like it could be a uh-huh. pre-recorded thing. Like, yeah, I don't know. It, it would be cool if he was actually there and walked in stage, but I could also see it just like cutting to a different kind of camera angle where he, something he just recorded at in his office or something. Um, kind of announced like uh, piggybacking off of what they already talked about Friday, which we're going to talk about in the news later. So we'll see. I don't know. I think that'd be, could be cool. uh, I, I said, um, I said Yakuza would be a big deal too. bringing Yakuza uh, over. Are, are there any Yakuza's on? Not on switch. Okay. Interesting. Even yeah. if it's just, um, I would do, I would do zero to six now and then do the new one, seven, eight, uh, I think I think one of them is nine. I would do that on Switch too, and then have the whole thing over there because uh, seven and up I think are more intensive than the older ones. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll have to wait and see. It'll be fun. It's it's early. Holy smokes, I mean, they always are. But when I saw the time, it was like six a.m. or something like that. I'm like, I'm not even awake. I'll already be up. I'm not even up yet. My alarm goes off at seven. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'll just I which I mean it's honestly great because then my alarm goes off at seven and I roll over and I scroll through uh, Wario sixty four <laughs> or whatever whoever it is uh, and just like look at all like the <laughs> boom 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 just, the, the highlights it's pretty nice <laughs> I just watch it while I'm getting dressed for work there you go uh, well we do have a couple real questions but maybe we'll just do one one question because we're going long on that. Uh, so the question I pick is actually a question from Selkies. Uh, let's see here. All right, there it is. Selkies asks, if you guys each had one chance to go back in time and help a dev team fix a game to be more successful, what game and what fixes would be made? Mm. Ooh, that's, that's a hard one. Uh, Man, um, you go first. I'm trying to noodle on it. Okay, uh, I don't. I, I, I'm trying to think too. I don't know if I necessarily have, a, have have one off the top of my head. I, I think I got one. Oh, okay. 
Good. So, um, <laughs> don't say good like good. you don't have to think of yours. You still got to answer too. Um, there is a game that I really, really enjoyed um, called uh, No Straight Roads. And it is a music-based beat-em-up adventure kind of game. And um, I really think, to this day, I still think that they had all the pieces to to like really make a splash and make a a real big impact with that game and I think just something about it didn't really hit. I think I think they just needed more time to polish and more people to play test it a little bit just to get some of the action to be a little bit more uh cohesive mm. in a sense. Um cuz everything else about it was awesome. The mu- the soundtrack was phenomenal. It looked great. Um yeah, I, I think there's just like certain little, you know, ins and outs and bits and bobs that really needed to be tweaked just a little bit for it to really shine. Um, because if I remember correctly, when it came out, it was getting a lot of sevens and eights, I think. Um, and I, I just I don't know. I I, I guess this is the, the Mr. Good Taste in me. I, I really feel like this they they had. They had something there, and they just didn't get enough time to capital. They didn't get enough time, and they were a small team. This was like their first real big project, maybe. And I don't mean this insultingly. Like they didn't have the know-how or like the experience to really know like how to tweak it to make it feel just perfect. Mm-hmm. But if they did, if they were able to like to maybe to get I don't know like an outside studio or to get somebody to consult on it or something like that, I really think they would have had a home run hit. And I think that would be the studio in the game that I would go back and uh, try to help them out. Because I really I really like that game for what it was, but I really think it could have been a, a smash hit. Yeah. Huh. What was the name of that again? It's called No Straight Roads. Yeah, I've never heard of that one. Interesting. Say, uh, uh, indie. Okay. Huh. Okay. So I, for mine, I because I, before the show, I told you that I had thought of one initially and then couldn't remember it. Um, and it finally came back to me. So it's it's a recent game. You've all heard of it. Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. <laughs> Man, because from what, a, a lot of what I see, the story is actually good. Which is crazy. And like the world building is incredible too, as far as like, like some, I, I, who was it? Oh, was it? Was it Greg Miller? Kind of funny. I think he was talking about how he went into the the Daily Planet and was like just walking around uh, like the news, like the office is there. And like you can, he, he actually was able to find like, oh, this is Clark Kent's desk. Oh, this is so-and-so. This is so, and like seeing like pictures of family members and like just like the actual world they built is so fleshed out as far as like little Easter eggs and things like that inside buildings or around or whatever, like, there's a lot of care put into that game, but then they so carelessly made it a microtransaction filled bullet hell. I don't know. I don't even know what you want to call it. It's like this, like the combat, it's the gameplay and the combat is where it fell apart. The story and the lore and the world, like everything, even like, Mm -hmm. and even graphically, like it looks great. Like there's so much stuff that they did right. And then, and then they like, did so dirty with the uh yeah just with the game the gameplay of it is being kind of like an online like all right play with your friends co-op shooter up shoot them up game it's like 
whoa, like that is so far off from what Rocksteady is known for and then even for what the franchise kind of deserved. You know the um, guy who throws boomerangs? We're going to make him shoot a gun. Yeah, or the, the guy who punches things and bites and eats people because he's a shark. Give him a gun, too. We're going to make him shoot a gun. <laughs> Wild. So <laughs> that's what I would change. Like, if I could go there and just be like, whoa, 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 whoa. hang on, hang on. You are nailing this, 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 like so many things. But this one major thing, the thing that like matters to get people in the door and then hold their attention for 10, 15, 20 hours, whatever you want it to be, like gameplay really has to be nailed down. And it has to be something that even makes sense for the story. Like the story is kind of one thing and like the lore is one thing. And then the gameplay feels so different. Again, that's from what I've heard. I've not played the game personally. But from a lot of the reviews I've heard and read over and kind of like checked out, it's that's been what I've the consensus I've picked up on is that it's so much done right. It just the uh, 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 was yeah fumbled with the type of gameplay style they chose. And so, yeah, I wish we could fix that because honestly, it seems like a fun game to go and pick up because I mean, it's Rocksteady who wouldn't want it like. The Arkham games right. are incredible. So in my mind, like I, I still see it all the time on like uh, on Steam or on like a PlayStation Store and stuff like that. And I'm like, nope, I'm not buying that. I'm not touching that. I'll, I'll pick it up for free one day. I'm sure on Epic Game Store or when PlayStation puts not it even, out as a PlayStation I, Plus I would, game. But I don't know if I, I, I could, put a I, twenty on it. Maybe, maybe even that seems a lot. Like you know how so how, how play on the PlayStation Store they have like the twenty and under or fifteen and under. Maybe if it was like the under, like it was like, so if the 20, it's it's in there for like 18 something or like maybe 15, like, I don't even know if I can spend 20. That just still even feels a little dirty, but maybe, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> just to experience the story, which everybody is saying like is the strong point of the game. I think honestly a 20 would, would, would be worth it. Yeah. Um, well, the quote unquote strong point, depending on who you ask, I, then there's the people who are like. Uh, well, there's a whole controversy. Oh no, over, I'm not like, gonna. I'm not gonna give them any any oxygen. Yeah, I'm not. I'm when not I, gonna. I'm not gonna. I saw that stuff them, about Batman and and all that. I was like, you got to be kidding. Me. Like, I'm not. I, I I refuse to get riled up. I'm not giving them any any uh um any oxygen on that. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> the bad guys did bad things in the bad guy in the bad guy game. I don't. I don't know what else <laughs> right? to tell you. Right. <laughs> I mean, they told the the story how it would happen. Like, <laughs> right. None of these people are heroes. They're bad people who do good things sometimes. That's it. Yeah. Um. I honestly think if Suicide Squad was a single player and it just focused on the story that they had already told, I really think this would have been a nine and ten, nine and ten game. And I know there's like been the discussion of like, well, because the Suicide Squad is made up of four or five people, it has to be this way. It's the only way that makes sense. But I don't no, know. I doesn't. feel like they could have easily done a single player thing where like at different parts of the game, you play as different people. Like, OK, like now we're, yeah, it's all it takes is just like, all right, oh, uh, well, so and so now you're going to take over for this mission. This, or you can do every mission as any character you want to. Like you could still do that. Like whatever. Right. Like, they, that's I think back to the days of like uh this just popped in my head this had a revelation i'm like oh yeah growing up like on playstation 2 and playing uh the freaking uh lord of the rings return of the king game and like all right you're gonna play as even though this part of the game gimli wasn't there but i'm gonna play as gimli or legolas or aragorn like who are you gonna play as you get to choose whoever you want like that was always the whole fun of it is there's a whole range of characters like 
What do you want? Throw them in there. They don't necessarily. And it belong. also makes sense story wise <laughs> because they're all together all the time. They're all together anyway. So, so keep it. A, you could it multiplayer is fine, but make it more single story focused where you can just pick your character. That's fun too. Like I don't know. Yeah, yeah. This it's, game would have ruled if it was single player. I feel like. But trying to, I mean, and even multi having the multiplayer option is not a bad thing. I'm not against that. But I think it's right. because they tried to. It's from again what i've picked up on it seems like they really leaned into like almost like a live servicey style thing with like the microtransactions and even just and just the uninspired boss battles and stuff being more like shoot 'em up stuff like they didn't they so even even the fights aren't even like very narratively driven it's just like all right throw them in an arena I, and fight things it's like oh but so I yeah i don't but, know if i would blame them for that i think i would blame wb more for that and I think WB made them put that stuff in there. Like even even to the the pay to win, the microtransaction stuff. I really think that was all WB being like, "Hey, we need to make sure this makes money." Yeah. So put I, this and put this. Well, to be clear, I don't think there's any pay to win, but it's still more like from I I don't know. Maybe there. Maybe I've missed that. I've picked up on it. It's, it's still just more like oh, buy cosmetics and junk like that or weapons and stuff. Yeah. Well, because I mean, what, yeah, pay pay to win like kind of like makes me think because it's not that's the other thing it's not a multiplayer game you're not playing against other people so they're not necessarily i don't know it's a weird bag and i just wish it was better and so that's the one i would go back and fix and just be like put my hand up and be like wait hold up let's think about this <laughs> let's like think about this for instead of two seconds let's go to go to five seconds maybe even 10 that'd be good <laughs> all right we thought about for 10 seconds now what do you think let's change this <laughs> right oh man all right. Well, that's it for the questions this week. We have another one in there, but we'll hold it for next week. Uh, it's, um, yeah, it's going to be that time in the show. It's time for the nerdy nudes. It's now time for the nerdy nudes. Perfect perfection. <laughs> All right. Mm. This first news story, as we've hinted at multiple times, Xbox business update confirms four exclusives going multi-platform reveals Diablo 4 Game Pass date. Cat Bailey over at IGN writes, Xbox revealed its vision for the future today in a podcast featuring executive Phil Spencer, Sarah Bond, and Matt Booty, who did their best to articulate the path forward for the platform amid reports of plans to embrace a third-party publishing strategy. The business update confirmed that four games will be releasing on other platforms, though Xbox did not provide additional details. It also revealed Xbox's plans for Actors and Blizzard games on Game Pass while teasing the largest technical leap you will have ever seen in a hardware generation for its next console. Oh, that's kind of like what they told us for this generation, and so far, no one's really showed much of anything. Remakes and remasters. Yeah, I'm not seeing much of anything going on lately, but I digress. Uh, Here's everything that was announced. Xbox revealed its plans for PS5 and more. The biggest news was Xbox's confirmation that four games will indeed be going multi-platform. Spencer declined to name the game, saying only the teams that are building those games have announced plans that are not too far away. As we know, games teams put a lot of energy into their announcements and partners, so I don't want to take anything away from those teams. So I won't be taking uh, talking about those titles specifically, but when, I th- but when they come out, it'll make sense. It's just that sentence right there. Uh, 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 the teams that are building those games have announced plans that are not too far away. Makes me think Direct. Nintendo Direct. Like, oh yeah, next next week, just wait. 
Um, asking whether Indiana Jones and Starfield will be among the games going multi-platform, Spencer said they are not. As for the four games that will be going multi-platform, The Verge, The Verge reports, so the, the rumors, I guess, or speculation, uh, reports that they will be Hi-Fi Rush, Pentiment, Sea of Thieves, and Grounded. And that was kind of my prediction for Direct, is like, all right, let's just, uh, it, it, like, there's no need to piecemeal this out. Let's just do a big bang, 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 bang. Xbox coming to Switch. Stay tuned for more. Here's this, that, and the other thing. You know, I think Xbox, Xbox. Do, 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 do. <laughs> uh, the Xbox Wire Post reads: To ensure long-term success for both Xbox and industry as a whole, we must continue to evolve. Today, we announced that we will expand the communities we reach. We are currently in the process of bringing four Xbox games to other platforms. These titles, have, which have been available to Xbox players for at least a year, including hidden gems that deserve to be experienced more widely in live service games whose communities will benefit from welcoming even more players. We will share more details on those titles soon. Um, the last thing is that Diablo 4 is com- finally coming to Game Pass. The update also confirmed that Diablo 4 is coming to Game Pass on March 28th, which I can't wait for. I don't have Game Pass, but I'll pick up Game Pass just for that because I've held <laughs> off. I held off on Diablo 4, not only because of the whole uh, Activision Blizzard I wasn't going to play a game until Bobby Kotick was out of there. I, have, I haven't played. Which a, he is. I haven't played, yeah, I can finally play Activision Blizzard games. Uh, <laughs> um, and if I don't have to spend 60 bucks on it, I only have to pay like nine bucks. I'll take it. That's great for a month. Try it out for a month. Um, uh, with this being only the beginning for Activision Blizzard games on the service, fans have been waiting for Activision Blizzard to arrive on Game Pass since the deal closed last year, with Spencer chalking up the delay to regulatory challenges. Xbox also reaffirmed its commitment to the service, saying that Game Pass will continue to be on, only be available on Xbox platforms and will have all first-party games for now. day one. I, I, that It's funny he says that because I feel like it was just not long ago. Well, no, it's, it's funny he says that because I'm pretty sure Game Pass is available. You want to jump into it? Game Pass, there's Game Pass apps on other other devices. Like there's on Samsung TV. The Samsung it, TV. Yeah. And isn't there also an app on, I mean, there's an app on uh, 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 on Androids as well. And iPhone now. Now there is. Yeah. After they kind of settled their, their differences a little bit. But mm-hmm. um, so it seems weird for him to say that when it's not true. But all right. Um, yeah, on the console front, Xbox confirmed, because that was the other thing, you know, people were freaking out about with exclusives and games going other places. What, what What's the point of this box? What's going on here? Uh, well, not only are they not all games going other places, but they say Xbox confirmed that it's working on a next-gen console and that it will be the largest technical leap you'll have ever seen in hardware generation. Uh, also appeared to tease new hardware for this holiday, which that was wild when they said that. Like, oh, yeah, the coming like, this holiday, you're going to hear more. It's like, dude. It's that refresh. You think it'll be like a like a like a Xbox Series X S or something like that or well, X, yeah, remember, X, X remember Elite? That, remember that that uh they they had that whole leak come out and they had the uh, revision that was supposed to be coming out this year. So that's probably uh, what they're gonna they're talking about. You're right. I totally forgot about that. I guess or uh-huh, actually I didn't forget uh-huh. about it. I guess I in my head it already happened. But now that I think about it, yeah, they haven't. There hasn't been any new consoles other than that the black series s that came out which right? i don't really count it's just a colorway yeah well in the one terabyte hard drive right i had a bigger hard drive yeah even still same yeah, deal the same, same internals yeah same speed same all that 
Um, but according to a tweet here they put out, Xbox hardware, hardware will also continue to be a flagship experience for players and for game developers to launch games on with a robust and innovative multi-year hardware roadmap, including more console and controller options for you this holiday. Um, and, and that was something that we kind of touched on the last couple weeks of talking about all this Xbox news is all the Xbox fanboys are losing their minds. Like, oh, why do I have oh this? Why God. do I have this console then? If you're going to put games other places, like I should just buy a PlayStation then. It's like, well, this no. This guy is falling right like now. Like this says, Xbox hardware, and I mean, and this has always been the case. They, they didn't have to say this. This is understood, but people are dumb, so they had to say it. Xbox hardware <laughs> will also continue to be a flagship experience for players and game developers to launch, just like we talk about with PlayStation. The best place to play play, play PlayStation games has been and always it's will on be PlayStation. on PlayStation. It's going to be the same thing for Xbox. The best place to play Xbox games is going to be on the Xbox consoles um, because other that's what they're uh, 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 like optimizing the games for, for their consoles. So, yeah, my, who cares? Like Starfield shows up on PS5. Great. But you know what? It's not going to run gonna... as good. It's going to have issues just like the freaking a PS3 game when they put Last of Us Part 1 on Steam <laughs> and freaking uh, 3090 or 4090 couldn't run the thing. Like That's because that team was like, what do you mean we have to develop for one, more than one SKU of hardware? It's like, it's, yeah, so it's like if you want if you want a game to, if you really enjoy those franchises put out by Xbox, continue buying their box because that's where it's going to run the best. Or a Samsung TV. Or Samsung TV if you want to stream it. Uh, so yeah, so that's like again, that's revisiting uh, our our the 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 hullabaloo from a couple weeks ago a little bit. But I I like that they reiterated it. Like, hey, calm down, everyone, because even if we do put games <laughs> other places, Xbox is still going to be home to the best experience of it, which is a hundred percent true. And always, always right. has been the case, and always will be the case. Like, that's not going to change. Just because they put a game on PlayStation or on Switch doesn't mean it's going to suck on Xbox. It just means it's actually going to be probably better on Xbox and it's going to be... And vice versa for any other platform. Okay, everywhere else. So, yeah. Uh, I read I've, I've, read, I've read a lot here. Talked about a lot about their update. Um, Adrian, what are, what is your biggest takeaways then with all uh, of this? Because uh, you, you I, I assume you watched this or kind of was up to date on it when this happened last week. I, I did watch it, and um, how should I say? I I really don't think this needed to be an event. Or I should say, this could have been an event, but now it feels like damage control when it probably wasn't originally slated to be. Yeah. Because of people misconstruing everything that is happening, and again, like we were saying, saying the sky is falling. Um, Dude. As far as the content of the meeting, what? I was just gonna. I don't know. I was just having flashbacks. I don't know if it's a, a nostalgic flashback or if it's PTSD. But the two weeks ago when we released the the TikToks and the in the reels and the shorts and stuff and the hate and vitriol we got for two days in a row, I loved it. I, I honestly, I loved it because it was just like one Dude. day. One day we were the Xbox fanboys, and then the next day we were the Sony ponies. And it's like these people don't know. Make up your mind. These people don't know what they're talking about. But yeah, people are like, like you said, like, sorry, I interrupt you, but you, you just mentioned like, oh, the sky is falling. And yes, that's exactly what a lot of the sentiment to the, of the comments were. <laughs> to the point that they, some people sold their Xbox stuff <laughs> so because stupid. they heard that, other, that, that the games are going other places. And I'm sure they are absolutely regretting that decision right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
I don't know. Uh, as far as the content goes, I feel like this could have been a press release or an Xbox blog post, um, especially because they didn't tell us what was going to other consoles. All they told us is pretty much what's not. And I want to, I want to, you know, do an earmark on that one because everything that Phil said, you can basically add a right now at the end of it, right? Indiana Jones and Starfield aren't coming right now because these four games are a litmus test. Yeah. They want to see if these are going to do gangbusters on other platforms. And if they do, you bet your bottom dollar by the end of 2025, you will see these flagship games on other platforms. Yeah. They'd be stupid not to do it, especially if they're seeing good numbers on other platforms with just these smaller titles. Yep. So anything he said, oh, Game Pass isn't, is, it's going to only be on X. No, it's not. No, it's not. If they get good sales numbers on other platforms, you better believe they'll pay whoever they got to pay to get Game Pass over there. <laughs> I mean, it's a miracle that we don't have Game Pass on Switch yet. Because, I mean, they, I mean they've had a partnership with uh, Nintendo for a long time. And there hasn't really been any fruits of that at all. Like, they announced it. And at the time, the only thing that came of it was more Minecraft stuff but otherwise like there hasn't been much more going on but it's so well it's really surprising I mean, that that hasn't happened sooner at least over there there's a couple of things i mean the switch oled the kickstand i'm sure they they you know were like hey microsoft we really like how that how that surface uh you know the back end on that surface kind of <laughs> you think you know, that was that, 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 you think that was your microsoft they're like hey it just it's it, the it, kickstand it, it, <laughs> it acts just like a surface one like to the t yeah so I wouldn't be surprised if, if they were like, hey, can we, you know, use that patent for our kickstand? And Phil, Phil was like, yeah, whatever. You know, <laughs> they're boys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah I don't I don't. This was a, a much ado about nothing. Yeah. Uh, just like you said earlier, who cares? The games are still coming to Xbox. They're still coming to Xbox day one. And they are still made for Xbox first. So what? It, why do you care if they're going somewhere else? You can still play. It doesn't invalidate your purchase if it goes somewhere else. Now the the you, I don't know what you're gonna say. Well, you didn't say about you didn't say that about Sony. The the Sony problem here. I don't care if their games go to other places. The problem is it ain't no games. They're just <laughs> to not go putting out anywhere. Games. They're not putting out games. There's yeah. no games. Well, I don't care if they go other places, but there's no games to go anywhere. And they said that it's not going to be anything until at least April of next year. Well, funny you say that, because that leads right into our next news story. This story comes from uh, Andy Robinson over at VGC. Sony expects PS5 sales to decline, and there's also no existing major franchise titles before April of 2025. <laughs> Ridiculous. Sony says it expects PlayStation 5 hardware sales to gradually decline during its next fiscal year, which runs from April 2024 to March 2025, and confirmed its plans to release no major existing franchise titles during this 12-month period. In the company's financial results for the next uh, for the three months ended December 31st, 2023, Sony Gaming Division reported another record quarter in terms of revenue, with PS5 sales reaching 54.7 million, but lowered its sales forecast for the year after it fell behind in its lofty hardware target. Sony Interactive Entertainment had set an ambitious sales target of 25 million PS5s for the year ending March 2024. However, in the latest quarter, it sold 8.2 million consoles, bringing the total for the year to 16.4. <clears throat> the company said it now expects to fall short of its original target by 4 million units 
The corporation now expects 210 billion yen in sales for the year from its game and network services segment, a 5% downward revision, which it said was partly due to a decrease in sales and an increase in losses from hardware due to promotions. Uh, editors note, also because they when they jacked up prices on PlayStation Network last year, a lot of people canceled because they said, screw you, Sony. They're not saying that here, but that's probably another reason they took a big hit. Not, not only that, the console <laughs> themselves got a price increase, remember? Yeah, you're right. The digital version went up 50 bucks. So the digital version of the console got more expensive and their online services got more expensive. And a lot of people said, peace. I'm out. <laughs> Regarding PS5 hardware, which will enter its fifth year since launch, said Sony President, COO, and CFO Hiroki Totoki, partially due to entering the latter half of the console cycle, we're aiming to optimize sales with a greater emphasis on balance with profits. So we expect a gradual decline in unit sales from next fiscal year onwards. Regarding first-party software, we aim to continue to focus on producing high-quality productions and producing live service games, but while major projects are currently in development... Where? We, I know, they say that. While while major projects are currently in development... Like what? Tell us. Spider-Man? We do not... And then what? We do not plan to release any new major existing franchise titles next fiscal year like God of War, Ragnarok, and Marvel Spider-Man 2. Um... <clears throat> The uh, let's see, blah 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 blah. There's just a, Look, it's just a bunch of numbers. The rest of the articles just talking about like specific numbers. But shout out to Sean Layden, dude, who should have been the CEO of PlayStation. It, and I'm not saying that in hindsight, like we knew that before they installed Jim Ryan in there, right? Yeah, Sean has been saying and has and and says to this day, if you follow him on Twitter, that Sony doing these gigantic five year. 300 million 500 million dollar games is not sustainable it's not the way to go no and he is he is absolutely vindicated right now they have nothing nothing to show for this entire year from their first party studios that's crazy and and so now this is like we're like we talked about last news segment uh we got a lot of hate for this everyone's saying like oh you guys are just complaining over there you sony fanboys like just suck it up it's like okay let's look at what we've gotten and like realistically ps5 exclusive sony productions like exclusive games like we've not you ready for the list here we go spider-man 2 like last year, yeah, we got Spider-Man 2. Uh, the year before that, we got God of War Ragnarok. And also on PS4, it doesn't count. Yeah. Keep going. I, hang on. I'm going to bring up a list because we a lot of the comments were like, they could only name two. They don't know anything. So it's like, you know what? I'll get Let's an do official it. list Let's for do it. PS5 Let's do it. Let's exclusives. do it. Here we go. Here's what we're going to do. You ready? Because <clears throat> there's three. I can tell you the three. You ready? All right. So we got- Demon Souls? Uh, Astro's- okay, go, go, ahead, go ahead. Well, so this list has Astro's Playroom. Technically, yeah. Technically, I mean, it's, more yes. of a, it's, a fr- it's. I'll give you that one. It's a I'll fantastic give you that one as a freebie. It's a fast, oh, yeah. but it's a stretch. Uh, I'll give you that one as a freebie. Demon one. Souls, which is Two. a remake. Mind you, this is $500 you have to put in. Yeah. $500, okay? So go ahead. Um, we got two. Two games in, in four going in the fifth year. Go ahead. Destruction All-Stars. You remember that hit game? Wow. Whoa. <laughs> uh, we got... Forspoken. No, that's not even a PlayStation exclusive. That's, that's, not, that's, that's, that's not, not Sony exclusive. Studio. Uh, Spy- okay, we got Spider-Man. And it's on PC. Exactly, yeah. Spider-Man Remastered. But it's exactly on that. It's on PC and it's also remastered. Spider-Man 2. Uh, Ratchet and Clank Come Rift into Apart. PC. Ratchet and Clank on Rift PC. Apart, which is on PC. It wasn't at the time. 
but it is now on. Okay, on so PC. I'll give you that. What is that? We're at three now. Uh, Returnal. Returnal is very good. Four. It's also okay. on PC, but that's a very also good on PC game. though. Very good game. Uh, let's see. They have Last of Us Part Horizon One. Horizon Cross Gen. They have Part Last of Us Part One and Two, but they are PS4 games that they just brought to PS5. They're not yeah new games. Um, that's it. Like so. That's oh, it. So the three games. <laughs> uh, then, well, okay. This article. Oh, Somehow, oh, oh, Gran Turismo, which is also Gran on Turismo. PS4. Okay, so we had God of War, Gran Turismo, Ratchet and Clank. Uh, what else did we say? Demon Souls, which is a remake, technically, but we'll give it to him because it's mostly new. Uh, kind of. Spider-Man 2. So in five years, we've gotten five games. Basically. Three of which, three of which are on other consoles. Gotta wear Ragnarok, yeah. One of which is a direct remake of an older game. Yeah. Horizons on PS4. Gran Turismo's on PS4. God of War is on PS4. Demon Souls is a remake. So realistically, if we want to do one for ones, you got Returnal, which is now also on PC. You got Ratchet and Clank, which is now also on PC. And then what else? Astro's Playroom. So you want me to pay $500 for two and a half games. Yeah, you're out of your gourd. And, and and I just I want to clarify because again we got comments about like what are you complaining about? There's a lot of good games. There these are all fantastic games. This is entire list, and I'm we're not complaining about the quality of the games or even the number of the games. It's again, we just like you Xbox fans are looking for reasons to keep your Xbox after games are going to other consoles. People who are fan who have sub- Playstations also are looking for reasons to spend $500 on a console as well. And at this point, I put less than 10 hours on my console last year, and I played it for an hour the other day to play a Final Fantasy VII Rebirth demo. Um, not Which looking... is also headed to PC, just it's... like the first one was. Exactly. It will probably become... And actually, at the end of the trailer, it says it's only exclusive until March. Or not March, uh, uh, May. The end of May. So it's like this summer, it could become the PC. So... I just want to clarify, we are not saying that these games are bad or that there's not a shortage of games per se. The shortage is in that the PlayStation 5 exclusivity giving me a reason to keep this box. Because if the trend is they're going to, and again, they're going to play best on PlayStation, but the, 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 the savings on my wallet and also the ease, the ease of access of having it just on my PC or on my Steam Deck is enticing. It is enticing to sell my punk console and just be able to play on my Steam Deck like a year later. From from my point of view, honestly, it's it's not it's not that these games are going to other cons or to uh um other platforms like PC. Right. I don't care that they're yeah. going to other platforms. I don't care. The problem is there is nothing coming. That's the other thing too. Yeah. Even if it was going to other places, I would be fine with that. But there is nothing even coming to all, go to other platforms. All we know about is Wolverine. And that's what, 2026? And, and Fizzent. <laughs> Kojima Productions Fizzent. That's PS6. That's PS6. <laughs> that's I'm, not even PS6 gonna, I'm not even gonna uh humor uh, that. Um Yeah. Yeah, no. So at this so, point, it's like in the past. A lot of those games were either went to PS4 as well or PC. And then now looking to the future, we got one game, maybe two. If Kojima really 
smokes, I don't know, all the drugs. And just, all the peyote. He's just like up there writing uh. furiously, editing like a madman on his computer. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only way that's going to happen. No, man. Um, so that's I, it. I guess it's I, just like, yeah, I, just trying to justify this console that sits here that I put less than 10 hours in last year. It's kind of wild. Do you think... Do you think now that we're going into its fifth year and they've only he said they've only sold about 50 something million, right? Do you think it hits 100 before six before PS6 comes out? Is this the first PlayStation I, mainline console that oh no wait, PS3 didn't If get they were continuing to pump uh 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 if they were continuing to pump more and more games into it, like if there was more regular releases that were actually uh-huh. like gave me a reason to buy playstation 5 um like they they if they really stuck to their guns with exclusivity just like they did in previous generations again and i'm not against games going to other places but if they want to hit that record like that again they kind of have to be more exclusive unfortunately even that, that's so so even so, timed so i think if they were continuing their push with lots of games then yes they could hit that and um I, yeah, because I feel like with this, basically with this announcement, they're telling everyone that they're kind of giving up. They're just like, hey, sales are going to be declining, no games in the next year. And they just, so it's kind of like they're just laying down and dying a little bit. If they, if they, I, I feel like if they would have just doubled down and just like, no, let's get some games out there and get stuff going, I think they could have hit the 100 million mark. They could have. Yeah, it's it, almost as if, you know, if they had smaller games that didn't take as much time and didn't take nearly as much money. Yeah. They could have made more smaller games and had a consistent flow of software coming in. But here we are. Uh, let me see. Hang on. I just got a, something in the chat over on YouTube. Oh, that's great. There's a, here's a, there's an interesting question. What if Sony's Jim Ryan would have released his PS5 only games he announced when PS5 was launching and he said he wouldn't play PS4 titles? I think what they're trying to get at is Remember how there's all these games they said are going to be PS5 exclusive, PS5 only? Yeah, we believe in generations. I remember it well. Yeah, that was his exact quote. We believe in generations here at PlayStation. Yeah. And then a whole, the whole like first two or three years of games were like, well, actually they're coming to PS4. And then like a year, and then like a year, then like a year, year and a half later, and they're also coming to PC. It's like, all right, Jim, all right, <laughs> cool, cool, cool. What cool, are cool. we right? Uh, you know what? I'm just gonna walk everything I said right on back. Yeah. It's you like know? if he would, if they would have stuck to their guns, I really think, and it, it, which is hard to it say. It would have did gangbusters. So here's the thing. I'm glad that games are more widely available. Of course, I, I'm a huge Sony fan. Don't get me wrong. I love Sony, love PlayStation, but. I also love people being able to play games. So I'm happy that games are on PlayStation. I'm happy that games are, or, and PC and all these other, PS4 even, like, great, bring it around. But if they really wanted to kill sales and break records and do what they've done in the past, they needed to continue on their, the same trend they've done for the past 30 years and just be like, nope, games come out on our system and that's it. You know, like that's, they kind of needed to stick to their guns in that. Um, and they didn't. And I don't think that's necessarily a positive or a negative. I just think that's the reason that they're having troubles now with sales. This also kind of flies (laughs) in the face of, um, you know, there's been the argument that, well, there are some people who they just don't want to, they don't want to play on PC. They just want a console, which is valid. 
That's great. Don't get me wrong. That's how I was for but years. But where are these people who just want to play on a console? If they only sold 50 million, clearly huh. that's that's not necessarily the full case, right? Like, yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> true, true. Or 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 they're they're just playing games on the PS4 because they still have PS4. <laughs> Which honestly, I can't be mad at because you about. they keep releasing I mean, it's gonna them. take forever to load, but you you have most of the PS5 slate most, already. Yeah, there's only like so, a handful that didn't go over, and it's like a remake, Demon Souls and Astrobot, which you could which is, technically play. Yeah, yeah, you could play just play the original. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> so I don't. Yeah. Um. Wild. Wild. It's unfortunate. I mean, and, and 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 before oh the the treasure also. Uh, Xbox is in a similar, uh, they are in a similar situation. Good person. Yeah. A good I, listener. I think that's why they have a hard time with selling their consoles well and why they keep like falling behind in sales is because they, they, day one, their games are always available on both Xbox and PC. And then they also have Game Pass and they like, which, and again, people are going to think like, just because I say that they're falling behind in sales, like it's such a negative thing. That's not necessarily a negative thing because just because no, they're, they're, they're falling still in, selling units, <laughs> they're selling they're they're selling they are still selling units. But what I was gonna say is they're still making <laughs> millions, billions of dollars off of services. So it's like who and 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 having games on multiple platforms. So I don't think any of this is bad. A lot of people no. are all doom and gloom, like oh PlayStation's losing or Xbox is losing. Like oh my god, it's like no, yeah, they're not doing as good as they normally do in these in specific areas but and you look in other areas and they're making so much more money because their games are available on pc now or their games are going to nintendo with in the sense of with, with xbox stuff like that also let's keep it a buck i just want to do that on the xbox side as well <laughs> the um tentpole games that they have brought out for this generation let's call a spade a spade they were not bangers yeah it's been been iffy so far with some the, not the... by any stretch some were pretty good <laughs> But pretty good when you're coming up against, you know, the stiff competition like that ain't good enough. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but there are rumors that apparently the, uh, Sony could be releasing a new Astrobot game this year uh, because technically their statement was no major franchises coming out in the next year. So, right. Again, this comes from Jeff Grubbs. Take it with a game, a, a game, a grain. I would say grain of salt. <laughs> Uh, take it with a grain of salt, because uh, sometimes he just says things and then people call it a rumor when really it's just an idea he had. Every time he he can't sneeze and so, then it'll be a headline. So I don't know whether this is an actual rumor or if it's just an, a crazy idea he had and then people ran with it. Um, but apparently, yeah, he seems to think like the verbiage is important because they did say major franchises and he's thinking... Um, uh, 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 we already know Rise of the Ronin is coming. We know that Concord, one of the live service games, is scheduled to come out this year. That's the stuff that's scheduled for sure, he said. And then it's like there might be new game entries and franchises that already exist. They just not be major in PlayStation's eyes like God of War. Uh, they said God of War. They said Spider-Man. These are franchises. They sell 15 million copies lifetime or more. Grub added, I've heard maybe Astros does does happen this year. So if that happens, that's pretty big for me. I get why Sony's not thinking that's a major one for us. At least not yet. Hopefully they could turn into a major one and then a lot of this changes around. Um, I am 100% down. I loved Astro's uh, Playroom that came on the PS5. Like we talked about That's it. That's what I was going to say too. We talked yeah. about it just like 10 minutes ago or whatever. But uh, 
that was honestly when I first got my PS5. I remember coming on the podcast and talking to you and Adrian and being like, guys, Astro's Playroom is like one of the greatest games ever made. And you guys were both like, that's not a game. It's like a, it's a shows off the blah, 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 the features. And I don't think you had a PS5 yet. I think no. and Adrian did, or sorry, JJ did. Um, and he was just like, are you kidding me? This is so dumb. And then I remember when you finally got a PlayStation and you played it. Like, I don't remember being this negative on it. I remember nah. being neutral and being like, you guys were giving I me a hard heard time. It's a te- I, I feel like I said, I have heard that people are saying it's a tech demo, but I don't remember straight up dismissing it like that. But I wouldn't do that about a game. Your eyes were opened when you finally played it. And you're like, oh, that, that I will not. I will not dispute that with you. And uh, uh, it was I so, said, so I said good. that. And I still say that to this day. Astrobot's Playroom is the best PS5 game there is hands down it is fantastic. hands down like that's one of those and it's only I, half the size and half the <laughs> half the length of an actual like full-on ps5 title and it blows the doors off 95 percent of the other ones it's so good however even if there was a new astrobot playroom game or a, a new astrobot game i'm it's still not 500 worth for me oh no i cannot no, no, i no. cannot that no. doesn't doesn't justify the price tag for sure but it would be nice. As much as I would absolutely <laughs> love to play it. I mean, love to play it. $500 is is way too much for that for one game. Yeah. Totally. Totally agree. All right. Uh where are we at here? Ooh, we we are going long. Are we in the weeds? Uh <laughs> yeah, a little bit. We're we're all right. Um oh, real quick here. We actually got one last comment. So we'll read it real quick here before we move on. Sony is in discount development mode, but uh, using already existing Astro's Playroom assets and making another game for them equal low cost game creating, making new revenue. Yeah, I mean, you're right. Like that that could be the case where it's just reused assets to an extent. But um, but if it's good, who cares? Yeah, if it's a good game, like I don't know, like that. And that's so. Uh, that and that's what we kind of talked about earlier on in the show. You were talking about Sean Layden's comments, where the five-year, multi-million-dollar like development cycle um, isn't sustainable for the long run. Like reusing assets is fine as long as it's a good game, right? Like there's nothing God wrong. Or Ragnarok. Like make a good story and good fun gameplay. Like that's fine. Like that's what that's what game studios hit used to do for decades it's not until right. the last like five to eight years that all of a sudden it's like or five to ten years maybe where all of a sudden it's like a, it's bad to do that that used to be the norm and people were fine with it, and loved I'm, it. i was gonna say i'm gonna keep it a buck with you everybody used to do that back in the day yeah everyone everybody. did it and you just didn't realize it because you were too young to understand that they were doing the same thing or they were using flipping assets in, in creative ways to make sure you didn't notice it. Yeah. But they were absolutely doing that. So I'm not against it as long as they do it well. Like, yeah, reuse assets to make new games. Keep it low cost Please. to you. Because what that means is, yeah, exactly what our problem here is. There's nothing on the slate. And so if we could have more games on the slate here to give me a reason to play this console. And as long as, again, the quality is kept up. Because they have great writers over there. They got good developers who know how to use assets and reuse assets if they need to. That would be that would be great. So honestly, I'm not opposed to that. Like, as long as it's good. If it's just recycled garbage, it's like, all right, this is the same world. Like, that sucks. But it's like, You oh. know what would have been sick? If Sony gave their studios, like, a directive. You know what I mean? 
like if if for example they they sent out a, a blast directive and they're like every studio has two years to come up with a six-hour game mm. That'd be it, cool. I don't care what almost it is. Like a, almost, like a game, what almost like a almost like a twenty four hour game jam, but it's like yeah, in you, a sense, but yeah. but it's 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 spread out. Like you got two years, but like just make a solid, yeah, like six to ten hour game. That way you get a game from every studio, and it's six hours, and you can do like one game a quarter, and still have something coming out. It doesn't even need to be the third party. It doesn't stuff. even need to be like a big major franchise. Make it like a fun little passion project thing every like yeah. You know, as have, long have, as they know it's from a PlayStation studio, they'll eat it up. Have a small team on that, and then the major team still working on the big stuff like. Dude, that would be sick. That would be really cool. I was saying no. Have, I was saying have, the major team do that. Oh, okay. I was thinking like you could. It could almost be like an indie studio within the studio kind of thing. Like, hey, like, so that. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could. But I don't know. That would be cool. All right, let's hit this. That's last. what I would do. I'd do stuff like that if I was. Yeah. Jim Ryan or Hiroki Totoki, something like that. Uh, that way we can have games in 2024, right? You know, but have something, something this year. Who am I? <laughs> All right, let's hit this last news story real quick. There's not much here to talk about other than uh, over at IGN, Wesley Inpool says, Star Wars Mandalorian video game reportedly in the works at Respawn. Star Wars Jedi and Apex Legends developer Respawn Entertainment is reportedly working on a first-person Mandalorian game. Insider Gaming reports Respawn's Mandalorian game, which in the early stages, which in the early stages of development, lets players control a Mandalorian bounty hunter during a time when the Empire is dominating the galaxy. IGN has asked EA for comment. Uh, the player is reportedly tasked with taking on bounties for cash, as you might expect from a Mandalorian video game. Uh, there's word the iconic Mandalorian jetpack plays a part in the game's high mobility with boost sliding similar to that seen in response battle royale Apex Legends. It's said to be fast-paced with health regenerating upon successive kills. Gadgets supposedly include a wrist rocket, grapple hook, and a visor for tagging enemies and bounties. According to Insider Gaming, this Mandalorian game is not open world, rather made up of linear levels set across multiple planets. There's no word on multiplayer. As for when the game will come out, Insider Gaming reports it's still a year or two away at least. Um, so not much is, well, more than I thought would be known about the game is known about the game, but um, that's interesting. I When I originally read this, I assumed it was a Mandalorian game based off like the TV show. But this makes it sound like you, you're just it's playing. It's its own continuity? Yeah, yeah almost like, uh, like, I wonder if they'll almost, uh, I mean, they could go either way. They could either lock you into a character or i wonder if they'll even let us let you make your own mandalorian like oh make a make a make a mandalorian and then you know do bounties and stuff like that that'd be kind of cool they have like a little almost like a character character creator that'd be pretty sick actually it would because and it would work too because a lot of mandalorian armor is it's different because you know in 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 star wars lore it's deeply personal to the mandalorian so who wears it so it would make sense that you can make your own armor and be your own mandalorian huh that'd yeah they could cool. go that way that'd be pretty cool i mean i'd, I'd be still be down I, like honestly what they just described is like that would be cool even just for a uh you know uh the mandalorian a, yeah if it's like either the mandalorian from the show or if it's even if it's a different one but like you're locked to a character that's fine I'm sure it could be really fun. Just the idea of it being like a fast-paced first-person shooter. I love the feel of Apex Legends. That's one of my favorite battle royales is Apex Legends. So to get like a Star Wars theme Mandalorian, that'd be pretty cool. My problem with that though, Garrett, is if they do it like... Because Mandalorian doesn't move like that. He's not like doing this and dodge rolling and triple jumping. He has a jetpack, yeah, like you said, but 
He's not sprinting across the, it's the a, battlefield. It like depends that. on the Mandalorian, though. I feel like, like oh, you're, I thought you're, we were talking as if it was the Mandalorian. I mean, if it's so, if it's the Mandalorian, it, yeah, I don't think it would be like that. But that's why I'm thinking it's either going to be a different character or that's going to have a character creator. Because, because then, like, yeah, like there's there's ex- extremely athletic, acrobatic oh, yeah. Mandalorians and stuff. So, I think it'll either be a different character or, um, a uh, because it even says it lets player control a Mandalorian bounty hunter during a time like it, they, they're very it seems like it's very uh, intentional with not saying the Mandalorian or Din Djarin. It doesn't say uh. Din Djarin like it just says a Mandalorian bounty hunter. So, yeah, it makes me wonder either it's going to be a different character altogether or if they're going to have a character creator in it, in which case then like the more athletic, acrobatic kind of like fast paced action could could make sense. So, yeah, I don't That's know. Fair. I I I uh, I'm a fan of respawns first person shooters, and I'm a fan of the Jedi, uh, the Star Wars Jedi series. Like they've done such a good do- job with the storytelling in those games, and like the lore and stuff that they've created in those games is incredible. Um, so to we already know they know how to handle a Star Wars franchise with respect, um, and then on top of that, having kind of a awesome portfolio of first person shooter games. I think it's, this could be really fun. All I'm going to say is take your time, yes. respawn, let it out when it's re- release it when it's ready. That's it. And we'll be here. <laughs> yeah, totally. Totally. All right. That is it for the nerdy nudes this week. Now, let me look at my show notes. It is time. Oh, now it's time for our Patreon ad. Yes, I got to pee. <laughs> All right, this is the time of the show, the part of the show, the time in the show, <laughs> where I tell you to go over to patreon.com slash supergamerboys. If you love what we do, if you enjoy our show, our content, uh, and I want to help us make uh, more stuff or even get exclusive access to our Patreon uh, shows like Super Later Boys, uh, support us over there. You can start supporting us at just $1 a That's right, $1 a month gets you uh, early access to this show. If you miss a live recording or... Um, whatever it might be, you know, or you missed a part of it, you can get it immediately after the episode here. Goes, I edit it, put it right up on our Patreon, so then you have access to that. Everyone else has to wait until Wednesday to get full access to the episode. So either you catch it live or you gotta wait till Wednesday. Um, five dollars a month, you can support us over there and uh, get the uh, previous perk of episodes early and ad free, but. You can also get access to our show notes. You know exactly what we're going to be talking about each and every week. Leave your own questions, comments, concerns, thoughts on all the news stories, all the listener questions. Even tell us what you have been playing if you want to have your own uh, voice heard. Go ahead and uh, throw it over there on our doc that we post each and every week. Uh, $10 a month if you want to be a Super Gamer sponsor. Uh, just if you're a huge fan of us and want to get those previous perks uh, and get a shout out on the show each and every week, 10 bucks a month, and uh, we'll shout shout your name from the rooftops. Uh, and uh, you know, you'll also get uh, those previous perks there as well. $15 a month. That's our top dog tier. You get all the perks I've mentioned, the early access to shows, the Patreon exclusive shows. You get the show notes. You get the shout out on the show. But also, you can pitch us your 
segment. If you have an idea for a segment on the show or maybe even a different show altogether or whatever it might be, something that we post on social media, if you have an idea for some some part of the show, uh, then support us over there. And then, you know, we would love to give it the old college try. There's very few times that we've actually turned down segment ideas. Sometimes they're a detriment. We've had a few segment ideas that uh, probably shouldn't have happened, but we tried it anyways. And boy, it keeps things interesting. So, yeah, if you got, uh, we had for a while, someone had us uh, watch bad movies and then review them on the show. Or uh, we had a segment where JJ told a story and we had to guess whether it was a lie or the truth. You never know what we're going to talk about over here. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, if you got a segment idea and really love our content, want to help us keep making cool things, support us at $15 a month, you can be at that top dog Patreon tier, uh, Patreon producer tier. We very much appreciate that. Uh, you can also support us by buying merch, sgbstore.com. You can go to sgbstore.com and buy merch like our coffee mug, like our new uh, dad hat with our logo on it. I love that thing. I wear it all the time. You can get sweatshirts, t-shirts, whatever you're looking for, stickers, lots of fun stuff at sgbstore.com. We'd appreciate it. Go over there and support us. Get some cool merch. Last but not least, if you're watching us over at twitch.tv slash the Super Gamer Boys, uh, whether it's uh, tonight, Monday, as we're recording this, or uh, during the week, we do streams on Tuesday night and Thursday night, be sure to head over there. And if you have Amazon Prime, you can link it to your Twitch account. Use your free Prime Gaming sub on our channel. It costs you $0, and we get 5 bucks out of it. it helps our channel support us. Uh, and on top of that, not only do you get ad-free viewing, but you also get access to our emotes to use all across Twitch. So not only are you helping us, but it allows you to watch our streams with no ads and get access to our emotes. So if you have Amazon Prime, you have a Twitch account, head over to twitch.tv slash thesupergamerboys. Drop that free sub over there. We very much appreciate it. All right. <clears throat> and with that, it is now time to get back to the show. Adrian, it's that part of the show where I need to ask you what you playing. Ooh, baby, what am I playing? Okay, um, a couple of things actually. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of the game Titan Souls. No, is that a mix so, between uh, Titanfall and Dark Souls? Uh, it's definitely a Souls <laughs> type, however, it's like a it's a it's a twist on it, right? So, oh, you I, do, I have heard of this game. Yeah, I've never played. You it. Run around the world as like a little warrior, yeah, and you go on into different realms and fight different bosses, which are extremely hard, right? Mm -hmm. The the catch is you only have one arrow. Oh, so <laughs> you have to shoot that one arrow and hit where you know the areas that you need to hit and survive. And I mean, you are trying your best to survive. You are ducking dipping dodging and and uh you can also call the arrow back to you so some enemies have like weak spots on their back so you have to shoot the arrow past them and then kind of line yourself up with their weak spot and then call the arrow back to do damage uh, I on see. them i was gonna so, ask i was like how do you fight enemies with only one arrow but that makes sense you can recall it that's sick yeah so that game is super hard, but it's it's really addicting because, you know, it's just like a Souls game where you're like, I just need to learn the pattern and I could beat them. 
Yeah. And it really does feel good when you beat a boss. Um, I've been playing that a lot on Vita. Um, and then uh, I'm playing a couple of things. You and I have been playing something re- lately, but I'll let you I'll let you uh, talk about that one. Okay. Um, we've been doing some 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 diving lately. Um, my other one, where is it? It's also on Vita. Um, oh, you're playing that Titan Soul. Yeah, on, it's on, on Vita, Vita too. as well. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, volume. Volume. I don't know. If yeah, I've heard of that it's either. a it's like a how do I explain it? It's like a tactical espionage strategy game in a sense. Does that make sense at all? <laughs> One more time. It's it's like a it's like a stealth strategy game. Okay. I don't really want to give too too much away about it, but like What's the name of the game? I need, I want to look at this. I'm... It's called Volume. It's like a, it's isometric. Not it's it's a top down, right? Like so you can see the whole layout of the floor. And then um, the enemies, they move a certain way and you move a certain way. So you have to plan your moves out. But you also have to be stealthy and not get caught and not be seen. Interesting. And you can use different techniques. to. I, I, I This is one I bought a long time ago and uh, had never got around to. So I'm playing oh, this for the first time. It's by the same people who did Thomas Was Alone. Yeah, Mike Bithel. Crazy. Okay. Huh. Yeah, so there's different types of guards, and there's like they have they have you know different techniques they can use. They have dogs that they can send out after you. It's pretty awesome, and I'm kind of upset that I waited this long to play it. But yeah, it, it's it's great. This one screenshot I'm looking at on Steam, it almost looks like it reminds me of the VR missions from Metal Gear Solid. In a sense, it's it's definitely an homage to some of that in there too. Okay, but I really really like it. That's cool. Interesting. I've never, never heard of this, which is surprising because it reviewed really good from what I can see, like Polygon 9 out of 10, Game Informer 88 out of 100, Guardian 5 out of mm-hmm. 5, made by Bethel Games. Like, all these things add up to where I should have heard of this, but... Well, because it was only ever on Vita. Like, he made this with the intent it's a Vita game. Well, I'm, I mean, it's on Steam now, too, apparently. Like, I'm looking at it on Steam. Right. I'm, as of I'm August, saying the original vision. August of 2015. But. Mm-hmm crazy huh that's cool i'm glad i'm glad it's seeing the like the it's, it's, yeah it's i'm cool uh, sorry it's cool that it's seeing the light of day like it's not just stuck to vita like a lot of people put games out on vita and then i feel like they got stuck there so that's cool like this eventually came to you know steam and other places yeah Maybe i'll have to add that to my wish list that looks really cool starring andy circus what <laughs> charlie mcdonald and who was that other name Danny Wallace? Who's Danny Wallace? That sounds familiar. I can't think of Andy Circus, though. I'm in. I'm sold. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Mr. Good Taste at it again. Mr. Good Taste. Um, cool. But good sir, what have you been playing? Oh, what have I been playing? I have been playing... Uh, oh, well, before I get to the, the main attraction here, I started up... Well, I finished Metal Gear Solid 2 on the Master Collection. I posted about it on the Discord. Uh-huh. No one commented on it, so I guess no one cares. Uh, but I fired That's up. That's because the Master Collection is not good. It is now. They finally fixed the for, fixed it for Steam Deck. 
So it's, for Steam Deck, what about everybody else? Oh, it's been it it's, it's been running fine ever ever everywhere else from the beginning. The only place that hasn't been running good is uh, Switch, but that's because it runs at like 10 frames a second. But it's been fine on PlayStation and Xbox. It's just been and even PC. It's just been Steam Deck and Switch. Switch is a lost Ooh. cause. Switch is a lost cause. I feel like, but. Steam Deck. That's crazy. It's a PS2 game. Yeah, it is crazy. Uh, well, they, they're technically using the HD collection version, which is a PS3 game. Even but, still, that's a still, PS3 game. But still. Um, but no, they finally did the update where on Metal Gear Solid 2 and 3, the audio worked. That's right. Wait, on, the on, audio didn't work? On only on, what? only on Steam Deck. On PC, it worked fine. But if you installed oh. it onto the Steam Deck, the audio did not work on Metal Gear Solid 2 and 3. Unless is it because where the audio files were stored or something? The audio, yeah, the audio files were missing originally, and so you had to manually. So what I, in order to fix it, like when it first came kidding? out, I had to install it on my computer, copy and paste this file onto a thumb drive, plug the thumb drive into my Steam Deck, put it, drop it into the install file on my Steam Deck, and then the audio worked. But now they the- didn't put in the audio files <laughs> to a game. But they're there You're now. Joking. They finally patched it. it. Only took them like four months <laughs> to put the audio files. I would have got the the way I got my money back so fast, Garrett. You a trooper, dude? Absolutely not. No uh, audio. No shot. Oh, there's audio. You just had to work for it. You just had to work for yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but we're here now. They finally patched it. It's in there. They got the audios. It's what it sounds good. But anyway, so I finished up Metal Gear Solid Two and fired up Metal Gear Solid Three. And uh, I, Ooh, I can't wait. I'm not I far into it. it. I literally played it for like, I basically had enough time to get through the intro video. And then my kids are like, where they were done watching their show. They're like, Here's, we don't want to play. I'm like, okay, I guess I'll put the video game down. <laughs> Here's my dilemma. I'm, I'm wondering if I should make you stop. For what? And just wait for Delta. I mean, I've played three before. This isn't my first time. You yeah, but you play it, but you didn't you didn't play it. You weren't in it, and that's you why don't I, like Big Boss. And, but I, I know, and that's why I want to play it again here because, especially before Delta comes out, like I want to, I, I almost want to appreciate, be able to appreciate Delta more, by, by playing this, if that makes well, sense. Then, if that's, I mean, if that's the case, yeah, I can see that because I like I not say- only can I appreciate what they kept consistent, like the good things that they kept consistent, but the things I dislike. Hopefully, they'll fix in Delta and be like, ah, yeah, this feels better, and then it, you know it's good all around package. We'll see though; <laughs> we don't, you never yeah. know. But that's my hope. And then hopefully, that's we can hope. get you to play and hopefully uh, they- the best of the three, P- Peace Walker. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. It's not part of the Master Collection, so I'll have to fire. It's not. I'll have to fire up my PS3 for that because I have that. Uh, the what is this called? The Legacy Collection. Gold. Never getting rid of mine. Um, but the big dog game, the one that you all want to hear about, kind of out of nowhere, because I originally had no plans to play this game. It looked fun, but I was like, eh, not for me. But I got an invite from a couple buddies. You may know Democracy. them. You may know them as uh, Boba Fletch and the real Dan. That's right, Dan and Nate over there were hit me up on Discord. They're like, you need to buy this game. And I was like, all right, cool. They're like, we need a fourth. I'm like, I don't know who else is going to play. They're like, what do you mean? Adrian, duh. Like, make content. I'm like, oh, yeah, cool. All right, we can make content. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> so we bought two copies of Helldivers 2. Woo! 
And let me tell you, that was a very, very good decision. I initially was like not, again, like I said, I was not looking, not not that I thought the game looked bad, but I was like, eh, this isn't my cup of tea. I don't know about this. Dude, as soon as we jumped into this game, it's so much fun. The shooting is so fun. The shenanigans are great. The variety of worlds and missions is just like seems unending. Like I feel like every time we play, it's like the missions are plenty different enough to keep it interesting. Um, which is what I was afraid of with this type of game. Like I just get bored quickly. I, I think I've talked about this on a previous episode. I think I have video game ADHD. <laughs> it's only just in video games, but I like cannot handle things as being the same for too long. I'm just like, no, I'm out. I'm done. And so this has enough variety. Where I'm like, all right, when are we dropping next? When are we playing? Who knows? Maybe after we finish recording this episode, maybe we'll play. I don't know. Probably not. I don't see Dan and Nate aren't online right now, but that's that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, when's the next date? When are we playing? When when's my next fix? You know, <laughs> uh, but the graphics are incredible. Holy smokes. Uh, there's a few times I'm like, is this game ray traced? And it's not. But holy cow, it's a gorgeous game. It looks beautiful. Uh, super smooth runs. So smooth for being a PlayStation game, because this is a PlayStation game. PlayStation Studios so, game that launched on PC day and date, which is unusual. Usually it's like a year later. This is like the day it came out of PlayStation. Uh, it came out. It's on a harbinger PC. of things to come. And I bought it on PC, which seems wild because it's a again, it's a PlayStation game, but here we are. I bought it on Steam and it runs. It's been running fantastic for me. No issues. Uh, the only issues we have had, the only issues I have had is not the game's fault, but the, the servers being full all weekend for the freaking double XP weekend. Uh. We tried to play Saturday night. We did end up playing, but uh, Nate, Nate didn't, he didn't get stuck for very long. I think he got stuck, like he had to wait like a minute. I waited about 15 minutes. Dan had to wait like 45 minutes almost an hour i think it was before he could play before he could get into our lobby it was wild like me and nate just started playing and then even and that was the best part me and nate were playing and then all of a sudden like adrian just popped up we're like whoa we like i had just sent a text to adrian like a couple minutes before and i go you were just in there and dan's like what how did adrian get it before me he was so mad it's <laughs> so ticked off oh man but, dan's better than me because if if i am going over like 15 minutes <laughs> That's a no, fellas. I'm not getting on tonight. Yeah, yeah. 45 is crazy. Hopefully, you know, things are going to... I mean, it's after the first weekend now, things are probably definitely thin out by this coming weekend. We'll see. I don't know. I just feel like all I see on uh, on Twitter is just everyone, like, they're done with it. Like, people are like, I'm, I'm returning the game. I'm, I'm whatever, this, that, and the other. Like, people are getting so fed up with Missing it. Missing out. Uh, because it, 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 the, it seems like it's not it's not going to slow down anytime soon like it's it's ultimately going to come down to the studio finally needing to bite the bullet and just get more server space which is what they should have done over the weekend from jump well to be fair they did not expect you know nearly any because i can maybe count me and two other people that have even heard of hell divers let alone play the original hell divers the first one was more of a cult class like a cult game like it's very much right. like a smaller crew that was into that uh, i remember hearing about it but again it was the same the same way i felt about hell divers 2 i felt about hell, Di- hell, hell divers 1 where i looked at him like ah, it looks like it could be fun but not for me and i just kind of moved on i think i played it i might have played two rounds of it with uh with ethan 
because um, he after we met at kind of funny live he was just like dude i love this game so much it's my favorite game of all time he's like you gotta play it so i did like a a, a couple rounds i'm like oh yeah this is kind of cool i guess <laughs> and then i just i never played again um, i was right here i had it right here yeah. me and my road dog right here on vita it was on. it came out on both it came out on uh ps4 and vita that's awesome uh, I think yeah, I played it. I played on PS3 because it was a free play, PSN game at, at the time too. Mm-hmm. By the time I got my PS3, it was towards the end of this PS3 life cycle. Actually, I think the PS4 was out. I got a PS3 after the PS4 came out because I couldn't afford a PS4. So I'm like, <laughs> PS3, Black Friday deal. Like, it was like a hundred bucks for this PS3 on Black Friday. I, I'm I like, couldn't fault you for that. I, it was it was the crappy super slim one that had like the slider top, uh, and I'm like, better than nothing. Better than nothing. It was cheap. Fair. It was cheap. Um. But dude, yeah, uh, Helldivers is fantastic. Uh, I'm loving it. You should all get it and play with us. I mean, our squad's yeah. full, but the more the merrier. You know, if we can team up, uh, it up. allow me to play more uh, more hours of the week. That would be great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, although uh, I'm I, gonna be busy come like what in another week and a half when Final Fantasy Seven Final Fantasy. Is out. So I'm only playing only playing Helldivers for another week and a half, and then I'm done. Sorry. <laughs> Throwing it away. I have to live. I have to live through you on that one, on the Final Fantasy one. Can't wait. Can't wait. Um, uh, Lula's in the chat, and she says, "You know what? No one plays Unreal Tournament Four. I don't know if she's saying that because correct. you are, you are correct. That is a game that came out twenty <laughs> years ago. That's why no one's playing that anymore. Uh, I don't. <laughs> and I, I I can't help you. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't. I don't own two, Unreal Tournament 2004 anymore. I used to have the seat, the disc of that. That was a game like I own the physical copy of. Not anymore. <laughs> Did not have that. Um, reaching back around to, to, to Helldivers. Yeah. Um, that game is definitely, if, if, if the original is any indicator of their, um, content plan, we're just at the tip of the iceberg because the original Helldivers had four expansion packs that it had, uh, you know, released over the course of its lifetime. So we've got a lot more content. So I would definitely, you know, people are fighting bugs and automatons right now. That ain't going to be all. That's awesome. If the old game has anything to say about it. Oh, the automaton sucks so bad. They're so hard. But the first game, that's the, and people people don't know this because nobody played the first game. The mm-hmm. first game is just as hard. Like, this is a hallmark of this series to be this hard. Okay. Even the alien missions were that hard? Even the alien missions are, are, okay. are this hard, yes. So really, because, yeah, I feel like, I don't know, it's, it's wild just how drastically different. Like, we can play... I think at one point we did an alien mission on like medium or hard and got through it no problem. And then we did an automaton mission on like easy and they wiped the floor with us. <laughs> it was <laughs> horrendous. Like I was like, well, oh the my good thing about God, two this is, is easy. The, what is going on? Right. The good thing about two is e- the easier difficulties actually are easier this time. And Except for, Except for automatons. Except for automatons. Except for automatons. But you also, even if you don't finish the the mission, you still get XP. Because back in the day, if you didn't extract, you're not getting nothing. Yeah. So there are, there are definitely a quality kind. of life updates that they've done since the first one that people will never know. Yeah. Y- y'all better be grateful that you get XP at all, okay? Because sometimes you don't make it out. And I really like the third-person perspective because the first one is like isometric type top-down kind of look. I like mm-hmm. that this one is more over the shoulder, third person. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. That's it's what just kind of put me off on this one initially. That I was like, I don't know if I want to jump into this because I'm used to it being right. top down. And, and that's so. what I that's what I thought too. Without even being like a fan of the series, when I saw that, I'm like, oh, that doesn't look like Helldivers. What is this? Like they're they're, they're changing the formula. This is a different game. Now playing it, I'm like, no, that feels better. I like this. <laughs> I'm, I'm in. I'm all about it. <laughs> oh man, yeah, very good game. I'm enjoying. It. I can't wait to play again soon. Um, but uh, yeah, with that, we should probably wrap this show up. We're getting uh. We're getting up there. We're getting oh, up. yeah, we've been going. We're almost at that two-hour mark. We're about 15 minutes away, so we Uh-oh. should we should probably wrap this sucker up. All righty. Well, thank you all so much for joining us tonight. We appreciate each and every one of you who stopped by and hang out with us um, and uh, support the show, whether it's just through listening and viewing, uh, podcast services on YouTube, over at Twitch. Uh, thank you to everyone. We appreciate it. And if you really love what we do and want to help us even more, you can think about going over to patreon.com slash supergamerboys. You can support us over there starting at just $1 a month. That's right, $1 gets you episodes early and ad-free and our Patreon-exclusive shows, just like Super Later Boys, which is the new one just came out this Friday. Episode 5 of that is out. Only get it on Patreon. So think about supporting us over there. We'd, We'd appreciate it. Uh, you can also support us going, going over to sgbstore.com. You can buy some merch. We got the dad hat with our logo. We got the... Where's my hat at? Okay. Did you order yet? No, because we talked about, and we just we just need to make time for this. Remember I told you there's different designs. They have like a trucker yeah, hat. I they have a snap Yeah, I thought you were going to order my sample for winning the fantasy league. I, I want to look at them first with you. So maybe after we get off the call today, we can look at them real quick and you can decide. Because before I order because like I said, there's like five different styles of hats. I was like, I want to make sure it's the one you want. So I didn't want to okay. just order, order it and be like, this isn't what I wanted. So maybe we can do it real quick after the show. Uh, so who knows? Maybe more dad, uh, not dad, has more Super Game Boys hats to come. But um, right now we have the dad cap over there. It's fantastic. We got t-shirts, we got mugs, we got sweatshirts. Uh, it's one of my favorite sweatshirts I own. Super Gamer Boys one. Nice and soft, cozy. So check it out, sgbstore.com. Uh, shout out to Jack Sriracha and Yate for allowing us to use their music on the show. Remember, you can find their work over on Spotify and Apple Music. Sh- links will be in the show description uh, on YouTube and podcast apps. Check that out. Click on them. Listen to them. Add them to your playlist right now. Uh, you can also also find us during the week at supergamerboys.com. Twitter and Instagram at supergamerboys. I am on Twitter and Instagram at gmorelang. Uh, Adrian, where can the fine folks find you at? You can find me any and everywhere at Homeboy. At Homeboy, that's right. Oh, thank you, Lou. They're finally doing, finally doing some work around here. Made her a mod. She's uh, did the old exclamation point Patreon on on Twitch. So click that link right there. Love support it. us on Patreon. It's nice having a mod in the chat. It's great. Thank you, thank you, Lula. Uh All right. Well, with that, that's all I got. So, Adrian, if you don't mind taking us out of here. Sure thing. Folks, as usual, thank you again for hanging out with us for another week of the Super Gamer Boys podcast. We wouldn't be here. We wouldn't be, uh, well, we would be here. We'd be here talking games, but we'd be here. We wouldn't be, you know, doing all this without (laughs) your support. It means the world to us. Even if you can't support us monetarily, just the fact that you're hanging out with us, you know, uh, telling people about the podcast. Uh, or, you know, checking out the shows that we put a lot of effort into, a lot of thought, a lot of time. Uh, it all, um, you know, kind of adds up, but your support definitely does not go unnoticed. Uh, if you are, let's see here. Uh, I will be streaming tomorrow night. Yes. Uh, what I do not know, if I can get Clue Finders 
going. I will be streaming Clue Finders tomorrow night. Dude. Hopefully. Uh, if not, I'll figure out an alternate, but that is the plan. Um, and then you can catch Garrett on Thursday doing what he does best. Playing games. That's not true. I'm, I'm, the, I'm the worst one. I, that's like thought my whole shtick is that I'm bad at video games. So doing it what I <laughs> watching me do what I do worst, playing video games. Come by. <laughs> just, you know, people like me for my personality, you know. Uh, no, pe- uh, and with that, good people, we will bid you adieu until we see you again. Take care of yourselves. And until next time, we are the Super Gamer Boys. We will catch you on the flippity flop. No games in 2024 is insane. That's crazy. What are you thinking? It's been a long year.